0: Out of the box, WordPress is like a very base model car. It's functional and powerful. I mean, it will get you from point A to point B, but let's face it, it's nothing special. But the internet is a place for getting noticed, and your website and blog represent your brand online. WordPress plugins can help you elevate your site from being just a plain old blog and into a high-performance marketing website machine. Let's talk about WordPress plugins, what they do and how you can leverage them to build the blog you really want. Hello, and welcome to the Blog You Want in the Time You Have podcast, the show that empowers you to stop making excuses to not blog and realize the potential of content marketing. I'm your host, Scott Winteroth, co-founder of contentacademy.com. I invite you to join me each episode for actionable strategies for elevating your blog to the next level and hear from other content rock stars who will share with you exactly what keeps them on task so you can stop wishing for success and start living to your fullest potential. Ready, three, two, one, publish. Hey there everyone, it's Scott Winteroth and this is episode number 46 we're gonna talk about extending WordPress with plugins. If you don't remember, or maybe you're just listening to me for the first time, I wanna just do a little bit of a a back check. In episode 41, I talked about the difference between WordPress.org and WordPress.com, which is a great overview of which platform does what and why. If you're listening to this one, I'm gonna be talking about WordPress plugins and how they can help you build a really awesome blogger or website but just so you know, this is only for the wordpress.org platform or the open source platform of WordPress, which if you go back to episode 41, it'll give you a overview of exactly what the difference is between .org and and.com. But this is a continuation of my working with WordPress series. And I'm really happy to talk about plugins. I think they're awesome. This is really one of my favorite parts of the entire WordPress ecosystem. So first off, what are WordPress plugins and why do we use them? Well, WordPress plugins are how we modify WordPress to turn our site into something more of our own and are really a necessary part of the WordPress ecosystem. I hear a lot of people say sometimes like, oh, don't use plugins or don't use too many plugins. And I sort of feel like this is the wrong advice because WordPress plugins are really one of the main benefits of WordPress and the open source sharing economy. And that's what I think is awesome about the entire thing. You know, quite figuratively, WordPress plugins are exactly what they are called. It allows users to take a script of code and basically plug it into WordPress. That code becomes part of what WordPress is and can easily be turned on or off, like or plugged in or plugged out, based on if you want that feature on or off. Um, In order to do this, if you go into the WordPress dashboard under the plugin settings, if you have the administrator access to your site, you can go under plugins and you can see where you can add, lead, activate, and deactivate plugins in real time. This is pretty awesome for anyone who built a blog or tried to build a blogger website, you know, ten or fifteen years ago. This is like light years of what we could do back then. It seems rather trivial today given the world that we live in with lots of really great web apps and web services, but plugins are like fantastic considering the types of stuff you can use them for to enhance your site. From adding simply a contact form to building an entire robust e-commerce system, plugins are really a fantastic way to extend WordPress beyond just being a content management system and into being a full-fledged web management system, website management system, business management system. If if you think about it, a lot of websites are built basically, or a lot of businesses are built basically on top of a website and your website is like the main function of what it could be and WordPress is is acting as that business uh, conduit, right? So really fantastic. Now. WordPress also has themes, right? And I've talked about themes in different episodes here and there, but basically there are two ways to sort of extend the core functionality of WordPress. And one is by adding a theme and the other is by adding plugins. So this is where we wanna talk about the difference between WordPress themes and WordPress plugins, right? So back in the day, WordPress themes were generally more focused just on the core design files of the website, right? So the public facing pages that would, that would, users would see when they come to the site, right? Your header, your footer, and the content areas in between. Today, WordPress themes take on a lot more functionality roles than what they used to in the past. So there is a lot of overlap with plugins and themes today than what you would have maybe found back in 2004, 2005, when WordPress was sort of getting its um, origin story started. Now, there are still very distinct... Reasons why you would you choose stuff for a theme or, or a plugin, and sometimes it makes sense that some of the stuff is in a plugin versus a theme. Because, for example, you might have a theme that focuses on design that has some e-commerce functionality to it, right? Like, for example, a theme that supports maybe WooCommerce. But let's say you're using that theme, but you're not actually using an e com- you're not building an e-commerce site, then you might not want that e-commerce functionality in your site if you're not using it. Right. So that actually would be better served maybe as a plugin than in theme. It would help reduce the amount of code in the site and maybe help keep things speedier. Also, from like a development standpoint, the developer can like focus on like sort of containers of how they would use that. That code, or how they would sort of update that plugin or theme when they're doing things, right? So, plugins actually complement themes, if that makes any sense. They complement WordPress in a lot of ways. And, you know, one of the reasons why plugins exist is because by design, the core WordPress software is really focused or laser focused on what it does best and that's content management, or at least we'd hope to anyways, right? That's what it does. So plugins on the other hand, create that ability to extend WordPress so you can install any type of contact form, e-commerce setup available on the market, right? Plugins are extension of the core functionality of WordPress. It creates sort of a nat- this natural ecosystem of innovation and competition that creates the best software available. You know, what's cool about plugins and themes is that developers and teams have created sort of all these like premium plugins and themes and and they're being paid the users are paying them to create and maintain these plugins which sort of creates like a natural sort of capitalistic um, economy surrounding WordPress so you know that you're getting the best type of innovation you're getting the best type of products and services just due to the nature of the competitiveness of the community You know, um, it's also part of the reason why we use plugins is that we don't want to bloat the software that is the core software of WordPress, right? Some things that WordPress incorporates into the core software sometimes actually start as what's called a feature plugin or a plugin idea that is put into the um, community to see if it needs to be into the core software. And that's a good thing because, you know, have you ever bought a cell phone and it's like full of like apps and other crap that you didn't want? Right? Uh, sometimes called bloatware, right? It's nice that WordPress, the core software WordPress is not that. It's completely 100% GPL, um, open source, and you can use it any way you want. And there's not like this stuff that you find inside of it that you have to use and you can't delete and it's advertising you, uh, blah, 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 right? So that is one of the awesome sort of fundamentals of WordPress that requires plugins to sort of be part of the ecosystem. Now, not that WordPress doesn't come installed or pre-installed with some plugins. And this can vary depending on your host that you use. But by default, there are two plugins that you should know about. Number one is Akismet. And Akismet is a spam filtering uh, plugin for comments. So once you activate Akismet and uh, integrate it with the Akismet servers, you can use that to sort of stop uh, spam comments coming to your blog posts on a Uh, standard WordPress site, right? The other one is Hello Dolly, which I'm not sure of the future of this plugin, but basically it's uh, one plugin by Matt Mullenweg who is the uh, co-founder of WordPress and basically it creates like a little kind of weird little uh, hello, it says hello, you're awesome and the or, howdy there and, and these little uh, scripts from the play hello Dolly in the header. It doesn't really do anything. In fact, I usually delete it immediately, as soon as I log into the site for the first time, but you'll find that plugin and then most often you will also probably find Jetpack uh, installed as well. So Jetpack is an interesting plugin because it's actually a suite of multiple plugins and what's different about jetpack is actually it's owned and managed and maintained by automatic which is the company that is owned by Matt Mullenweg the co-founder of wordpress and automatic basically has collected a suite of plugins and has acquired plugins over the years to sort of create this jetpack sort of like add-on right to wordpress and normally these features would be found in wordpress.com but with a free login to wordpress.com, you can use the WordPress Jetpack in your .org site, and it gives you a suite of features like Jetpack stats, um, sharing, extra sharing options, Photon. There are some premium options, too, like... Uh, the backups, premium backups, and some other cool stuff. Uh, extra security features that it's it's actually kind of worth using. I do use Jetpack a lot myself. Not for every specific situation, every website that I have, but for a lot of the websites, especially the blog-facing websites, I usually use Jetpack. I, I tend to like having it installed. It's a little bit of peace of mind knowing, too, that some of the uh, extra security features are in place. So definitely check that out. I actually have an entire write-up about Jetpack that... I wrote on Content Academy and I will share in the notes, the episode notes of this episode. So if you go to blogyouwant.com slash 46, you'll find a link to that episode about all the cool features you can find in Jetpack. Now forget about the plugins that are already pre-installed. Probably if you're new to WordPress or looking to get started with adding plugins to your site, you want to know where to get them, right? Where, where can you find other cool stuff to add to your website, right? this is the kind of the fun part of of digging in and building a site that you really want is finding the features and functionality that you can use to help build your site the way you want. Right? So there are several places to find plugins. Number one, if you go to wordpress.org there is a repository of free and open source distributed plugins on wordpress.org. If you go to wordpress.org slash plugins you'll find it and you can actually add these plugins directly from your WordPress dashboard into your site. Um, there are also like a host of premium plugin uh, repositories out there. For example, CodeCanyon.net, in part, as part of the Ibato network, offers a bunch of premium plugins, as well as some plugins are just uh, they're sold on their own, right? So they have their own website, and there's not really a directory that you would find them. And I've actually created an entire list of fifty plugins you should know, a ebook, which I'm going to share information at the end of this episode how you can find. Of course, it's kind of hard to, to say where to find what plugins you really want. I get asked this question a lot, like, well, what plugins do you recommend? And, and usually my answer is kind of like, well, what are you trying to do, right? There are many plugins that do some things, that do a lot of things, that do little things. The best thing to do is sort of, like, just use them. Just start to use and play with them yourself and get to know what's out there and why. You'll also get, like... You'll find developers or or like plugin owners or theme shops that that you start to realize that they have really good stuff. So you'll kind of look for them when you want something. Like, for example, uh, for many years, WooCommerce was like a, a company that created lots of plugins, right? Especially for their e commerce platform. And like, you just knew that they had the best plugins for WooCommerce because they were like the makers of it, right? So you would just kind of look for them. CodeCanyon.net, as I mentioned, is a premium repository where lots of uh, market, it's like a marketplace for WordPress plugin authors where they go and sell their plugins for anywhere from $10 to um, Two hundred dollars for a plugin, and that's an, a place that you can look for too when you're trying to find something specific. Most likely, you're going to hit Google and start googling around for how do I do this in WordPress, and then you'll find an answer in a plugin towards the end of the post, right? So that is um, kind of the the gist. Mainly, ask questions, ask people in the community, and you'll get recommendations. And people will say, "Oh, do this and don't do this," right? you can always ask me in my uh, free WordPress mentor group right called Word Mentor so if you go to facebook.com/ or search for Word Mentor or go to wordmentor.com it will re- redirect you to the group you can ask any plugin question you have and I'm sure myself or someone from our group will be happy to make recommendations or tell you what where, what to do or where to find something like it so that's always a place to start once you sort of are looking at plugins or you start to evaluate plugins, then you need to decide, is this plugin going to work for you and or is this plugin good enough to add to my site, right? So not every plugin is great, right? And some plugins haven't been updated in years and some plugins kind of like, are just not as good as other plugins. It's like when you go to the grocery store, you have the option between different brands and different types, it's sort of the same thing. You wanna make sure you're getting the best sort of option for your site. So. Uh, this is where recommendations help, and this is also where you want to make sure that you look for key flags, like red flags, when you are evaluating a plugin. And I've created a little bit of a plugin evaluation cheat sheet that you can find in the episode notes. If you go to blogyouwant.com 46, you can download my free plugin evaluation cheat sheet, and you can use this when you are looking at plugins to figure out which one's going to work for you and why, if and why you should install it in your site. So it's a great resource. I hope you enjoy that and I hope you check it out. Um, Definitely something to consider before you start adding plugins to your site because you don't want to add something that's going to compromise your site or infect it or do anything weird or funky. So be sure to check that out on the show notes. And again, some of the best Plugin recommendations you can get are from other exper- more experienced users or other people who have more experience in a particular function or area of, of the site. So, for example, maybe you're trying to build the e commerce site, so you want to work with someone who does a lot more e commerce stuff than you, right? Or something like that. So, the best way to do is get recommendations from other people. You can join the group or you can download my free ebook called 50 Plugins You Should Know that I created. And I think it's a really great resource for especially a prime for getting into finding great plugins. If you go to blogyouwant.com 46, you'll find a link to how to download that free ebook that you can use, okay? So in summary, WordPress plugins are definitely a powerful way to extend WordPress from being just a content site into being more of an overall user experience or interaction for people to use, right? So plugins can be very simple to rather robust and complex and can completely change how you use your WordPress site. So be prepared to learn exactly how they might change your workflow before you even install them. and only use plugins that are well-established or recommended by a trusted advisor. Try not to overload your site with plugins unless they are required for your goals. And just so you know, by adding more plugins, it may require you to upgrade your hosting to achieve optimal performance. You start adding lots of plugins, and obviously your website's getting bigger, and you're going to need more server space to do that. So, if you're looking for a high quality, high performance based hosting, I'd like to introduce you to one of my newest brands, WordSpaces.com. We offer high quality, WordPress hosting by WordPress pros for WordPress pros. And look, we have everything from monthly managed WordPress hosting where we will take care of your WordPress site for you so you can focus on creating content, to DIY self-hosting where you can pay a smaller amount each month but you get to be able to add and update your own website uh, with your own cPanel access and everything. Uh, I think you should definitely check it out, wordspaces.com, you can get access to me, some helpful tutorials, and if you're le- looking to learn how to use WordPress for the first time, then we even offer a special boot camp for you and you can take that bootcamp and then get into our hosting. So really looking forward to launching this product. I thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to check out the episode notes at forty six for all the cool goodies that I have for you. Definitely check out WordSpaces, the hosting company that I am establishing and hoping that lots of other WordPress pros will join me in using this uh, particular product by WordPress for, for WordPress, right? And ultimately, um, there's just a lot of great things coming up. I have a new book that launched, it's called The Digital Acquisition Cycle, uh, a guide for content creators on how to make money online so you can pay for that hosting, right? <laughs> no no kidding aside. And ultimately, you can find this book on amazon.com, just search for Scott Winteroth and, or Digital Acquisition Cycle and it'll come up, I'll, or heck, how, how about this, I'll add a link to the show notes, one more thing for you to check out. So next episode, I'm gonna dive into some marketing strategies. I've been doing a lot of marketing lately, obviously, writing this book and stuff like that. So I'm gonna kind of pour them into a new episode. You can check that out uh, in episode number 47. And I'm gonna probably share a snippet from the book. So definitely so definitely make sure you subscribe to this so uh, podcast. So when you get the next episode, you can learn all about the digital acquisition cycle, how you can make money online, and can you even make money from walking anymore, right? So we'll talk about that in detail in the next episode thank you so much for listening thank you so much for your following and your support over the last year or so Uh, it's been truly an amazing journey i'm glad you've been on that journey that's it for now bye now